on today's show, we're going to be talking about tuning up your marriage. So you got to stick around because I'm sure there's going to be something that you're going to hear that will help you to enhance your marriage. And we'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you for joining us today. I'm Nelson, and I have a special guest with me today, Pastor Bill Smith. Introduce yourself, man of God, to the, to the, to the world, because everybody is watching. Go ahead. <laughs> well, thank you so much, uh, Brother Nelson. It is an honor to be here, and I hope that we can share something today as we talk about marriage yes. that will benefit and bless the people's lives. Once again, thank you so much for having me here today. Amen. Yeah, man. I want to start it out with a question about the uh, origination of marriage. How did it did it all start? Because to me, it is a very, very serious move when you're talking about getting married, when you're talking about going and get someone's daughter out of their house. I think this is a very serious move. And for most people, they don't take it that seriously. The little thing come up, they're ready to walk. But as far as we understand, what is your perspective? How did this all start? Well, I think you have to go back to the book of the beginnings, uh, which is in the Bible. And it said in the book of Genesis that God created man right. in his image. Mm -hmm. So we know that man was said there was nothing wrong with man physically. Right. But then as he put him in the garden, he also noticed that he was alone. Right. And so he mentioned it is not good for mm -hmm. man to be alone. And he said, I will make him mm -hmm. a help me. Something about having that other person right. to come alongside of you as a life partner, mm -hmm. someone you can share with that makes all the difference in the world. And it causes you to then feel complete. Wow. So marriage is more than just a piece of paper. It's more than just the wedding. Mm -hmm. It is also a way for you to be complete, not only wow. in God, mm. but completing yourself. That that's awesome, man! You just hit it right out of the the ball ball field. It's gone. <laughs> I love that, and because I love what you said, it's not. It's more than just a piece of paper. And for me, as a young man coming up, it's like okay, I know I've seen people get married, and I want to get married one day, but it's after I got married. I understand how serious this is. It is not just something that man has um, made up, but what God has ordained. And it is up to us once we uh, enter into the union to build that strong foundation. And I look at marriage now today as, a, as building a house. Because if you're going to put um, your family into a house, you want to make sure that it is strong, it is safe, it is secure. You're not going to just put your, your family into any kind of place that you know, into a place that you know is not safe, because this is your family. And even when it comes to your friend, we, we love friends like that. You're not going to put them in a place that compromise their safety. And talking about building a foundation, to me, when you start building a marriage, they, you have to have a blueprint. And I'm going to tell you why I say that. My blueprint was um, like this. <laughs> I want to get married to someone that I know that loves the Lord. Because I'm coming out from the world and I don't, I'm coming out. And I want someone who is going the same direction that I'm going. Because I'm coming out from the club. Because I'm coming out from all that um, crazy things that are happening in the world. I don't want a, a union uh, hooked up with someone who is going in. I'm coming out. 
So my blueprint it was to find someone that loves God and sold out for God that we can head in the right direction. What was your blueprint like when you was first thinking about getting married uh, to enter into that union? I think I was looking for somebody that had consistency. Mm-hmm. I think one of the things that, uh, that causes people to struggle mm-hmm. is if they enter a relationship with someone and that person doesn't have a lot of stability. Right. They don't have a lot of consistency. They're up today, down tomorrow, in, out, that they can be easily swayed. Now we all have to mature, mm-hmm. we all have to grow, so we're not trying to throw any stones. Right. But we're looking for consistency, at least I was. I was looking for someone who had that consistency. And when, I, and when I was looking at my wife, I saw that she was consistent. She stayed constant no matter what the situation was. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be quite honest, I was drawn to that. Right. Not only physically was I drawn to her, you right. know, but I was drawn to her consistency. Mm-hmm. And here it is all these, you know, 30 something years later, uh, you know, coming up on 32 years this June. Wow. Uh, she's as consistent as she was then. Now she's matured, she's changed in a whole lot of ways. But I have yet to regret the day that I said, will you marry me? Right, right. And I like that. I like that because, see, when I look at the whole concept of building a house, you cannot build, or you can if you want to, but it's not going to go the way you want to. You have to have a blueprint. You have to know where you're going. You have to know uh, the size of the house. You have to know how many rooms you want. You have to know. That's why I call it a blueprint, because you got to know what kind of uh, union you want, whether it's male or female. The women got to know what kind of man they're looking for. Are they looking for a godly man? Are they looking for someone, like you said, with stability? Someone who is not up and down, someone who just get mad and just flare up every second and just embarrass you. They're looking for something. That's why I believe everyone have a blueprint. And once you find that blueprint and you have that, you begin to, to build. And you begin to build with your foundation. And your foundation is like, okay, it have to be strong. Because if the foundation is not strong, which means that the house itself will not be strong either. And for me, to build a strong foundation, what would you give, what advice would you give to another young man or young woman who is coming out after 30 years of marriage, 39, uh, 39? Uh, 32. 30, 32, yeah, 32 years of marriage. What advice would you give a young man to help them to build that, um, that solid foundation for, for their marriage? Because you have to have some things in place before you enter into that, it just, just like the house. Before you start putting up the wall, you must have a foundation before you put anything else up. After your blueprint, your foundation. So what advice would you give from your experience? I think it's good. I think it's really important. And from what we have experienced mm-hmm. as a couple, uh, it's important to have that foundation, that good work ethic mm-hmm. where you know that you have a decent job because it amazes me how so many people get married and they and their finances are not ready. Mm-hmm. So finances is one of your major things that you want to build into your home ahead of time. Now, my wife and I dated for around two and a half years. And one of the reasons why we waited that long to get married is because we were looking at the fact we had a certain goal and we both agreed to that goal. We were not going to step across the marriage until we reached a certain goal financially. So finances would be one of the first things I'd say that has to be straight. And, and, and that is great. And I believe as you, you begin to, as you talk about the finances and not making that move before you get certain things in place, to me, it also, 
it, it is taking me back to the, the, the godly principles, you know, because say, a man, when you, when you have a, a, a wife, you have to provide. The Bible talks about the one who does not provide for his own is like, is like an infidel. The man who does not provide. And you have to already have something in place, a plan to figure out, well, how am I going to provide for this family? I, like you said, I need a job. I got to have a place because I'm going to get married. I'm going to take them out of the, the parents' home. They're going to come living with me. So what am I going to do? Where, what is the plan? And if he does not have those things in place, we see the devastation now today. We have seen some people that is still in places that they don't want to be. And it's because of the foundation that they laid from the beginning. And it's not that they cannot make, uh, they couldn't uh, have something else better, but because the foundation wasn't laid the right way. I, I remember for, for myself, when I first got married, my thing is, I, I don't want to live with my mother-in-law. No, I want my own place. I'm, I'm going to get married. I'm going to take my wife from my mother's, mother-in-law house, and we're going to live in our own place. So I had a job. I was... Um, I went out looking for a place, and I got a little furniture, just a bed. But I was making, I was building on that foundation. I was building, not just rushing into something where you just go in, into it, and then you don't know what you're doing. You end up blind, being in there blind, and then start making all these bad moves. So you have to have that foundation already secure. And, and it pays to wait. It pays to wait. Because what if you didn't make that move before two years? What would have happened? Would you think it would have worked out the way you expected it? Well, I think that's a good point. Uh, time is very, very crucial uh, and vital to the stability, to the foundation, since we're talking about foundation here. Yeah. It's so important to give yourself time to heal. Some folk have been in relationships, yeah. they've been in more than one relationship, and they jump from one relationship to another relationship, and they're not healed yet. Yeah. So one of the foundations of marriage is to give yourself a little time so that you can enjoy yeah. each other, you can talk with each other, you can heal up from some things, and then at the proper season and in the proper time, it's time to make that move. move. Yes, that's awesome, awesome. And that is so true because I believe that's how a lot of uh, marriage fail also because you're coming in with other baggage. You're coming in with things that you should have let go a long time ago. And that part, that is part of your blueprint. The blueprint have to, if you was in a situation like that before, you have to get rid of all that stuff because you're building something new now. And that's why I said the blueprint is so important. You have to sit down, you figure out what size house you want, how many rooms, and it, it, you even prepare for um, a guest for a room just in case. So you have to have that blueprint where you have to let go all that stuff. And that's why I love the, the analogy of a house. You're building a house, it's like you're building a marriage. Now let's talk about the wall. Let's talk about the walls. We got the foundation straight. What, what the wall does, the wall keeps out things from coming in. It keeps the wind, the rain, the water. Uh, it keeps out um, whether it's stray animals, anything. The walls, you have to have walls in the house. And it's the same thing where we have to have some kind of guidelines when it comes to um, now I'm married, when it comes to friends, when it comes to certain things, when it comes to work. You have to have certain guidelines set in line where you can't hang out like you used to before. 
Those are walls. You got to keep out certain things. What you hear in your mind. Man, if it's me, I, uh, there's so many fishes in the tree, in the sea, I would be gone a long time ago. Those are things that walls, when it comes to building on the foundation, to keep out. So uh, from your experience of 32 years of marriage, how did you keep those things out? What was your war like to keep out the, the naysays and all the negative stuff that you know could have uh, interfered with your strong foundation and messed up your marriage? Well, that's a great question. I think one of the things that I want to look at here uh, as I go to the Bible now, uh, if you look at Mark chapter 10 and beginning at the seventh verse, it says this. Mm -hmm. It says, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother cleave unto his wife. Mm. I think you have to leave and cleave. Mm -hmm. You have to be able to allow yourself the opportunity mm -hmm. to realize, okay, now my life has changed. I'm not in the same arena right. that I was in before. So there's different rules now, there's different regulations mm -hmm. now that I have to adhere to that maybe I didn't before wow. because it was just me. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So part of leaving is leaving old thought patterns, leaving old habits, working on yourself, getting yourself together. Mm -hmm. That's a wall. Right. You put up walls like that. That's a great question. You put up walls and it keeps people out of your internal or personal business. Right. That's another wall that you have to put up that I think is vital. You can talk to other folk, share with them that you just got married and all this kind of thing. But inside your home has to stay inside your home. I like that. Wow. I like that. <laughs> That's good stuff. Because I had to put up some wall myself. I've, I've been in, in, um, in a situation where I have friends at work, you know, co-workers, and uh, some of those guys, they love to go out and drink after. And we all hang out and do some things. But um, when you can't go, they want to make it seem so bad that it kind of influenced you to change your mind and end up going with them. And I had to put up some walls and say, well, look, this is, this is where I draw the line. I'm going home. It's 5 o'clock. I'm going home to my family. I'll see you guys tomorrow. I love you guys. If you all want to go to the bar, that's cool. But the lines draw right here. And they say stuff like, <laughs> you can't go to the bar because you're afraid of your wife or you can't drink in your house or you can't drink in the garage. And those are things that cause men to make bad decisions. But you have to put up certain walls or draw a line like they, what we call it to keep those things out of your marriage. Now that we got the um, our walls up, we're talking about building a solid foundation. We're talking about building a marriage. And to me, marriage, building a marriage, like building a house. Let's, let's, let's talk about your doors and your windows. For example, those are an, um, analogies that I'm going to use. Example, you know how important the doors is. What are you letting into your marriage? That's another thing. Because you, you have, when you're having a, a problem or a situation in life, uh, uh, in marriage, let's say a situation, I don't want to keep calling it a problem. Let, if you're having a situation where it's a misunderstanding or something, most people, well, not most people, some people go to um, friends who does not know the Lord. And you, the Bible talks about wise counseling. And when you take your, your situation to people like that, you, got, you think about what you're going um, to allow 
into your marriage when you take advice from someone like that who does not have experience and who always thinking from the way the world see things instead of think, thinking from the way God will see it. Instead of trying to rectify the, the problem, they're causing more problem. They're, like we said, they're adding more, they're adding fuel to the fire by the, um, by the, the advice that they're giving. Like, um, for example, Man, that's, that's one of the reasons why I, I got my own bank account. That's one of the reasons why I got my own car. Because I can go when I want to. I can do what I feel like and things like that. That's the door that I, 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 I make sure. I'm making sure what comes into that door have to be something that can enhance my marriage. Something that can build me up. Make sure it's the right thing. Because you don't just let any and anything into your... You don't let no stray dogs into your, your house... Uh, coming through that door, that door is vital to you. So in your door, in your house, in your marriage, after 32 years, I know you have many, you have a lot of friends. I know you have worked many jobs. How did you keep that door guarded? What, you know, to keep out the riffraff, as we call it. <laughs> okay. I got you. That's another question. Um, I think one of the things you, ha you have to do is, um, uh, is observe. You have to observe when someone rings your doorbell uh, and they ring it at an unexpected time, mm -hmm. you start talking amongst each other. Did you invite somebody? No. Do you know who this is? No, I don't know who it is. And you want to, you know, what happens? You start peeping out of the windows yeah. <laughs> to see who's out there right. because it's unexpected. Mm -hmm. Well, in the context of a marriage, there's going to be things come up and knock on your door and her door. But the way you keep that closed is you know who you are and you know what your plan was mm -hmm. and you stick to the format. Mm -hmm. Notice you mentioned house uh, a while back and let me take out a page out of that quickly. It's very important if you want a house built, they can't build it in one day. Mm -hmm. They can't do it. Right. Right. So most times a house will take three to four months. I'm talking about conventional home now. Right. Well, if we understand we have to wait there, we also have to understand that we got to keep the doors closed long enough to keep things out because there's some knocks you shouldn't answer. Right. Okay. And because there's some knocks that you shouldn't answer, you have to be faithful enough to stay on the inside and not open the door just because you hear knocks. Right. Just because people will say, well, I wouldn't do that if I were you. I would do it this way. That's a knock. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't see why y'all, you know, always got to go to church. And I don't understand why you got your family and you're dragging them off the church. That's a knock. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like an right. old song. Right. I hear you knocking, <laughs> but you can't, can't come, come in. in. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and as you, were, as you were saying that, there was something else that was coming to my mind. How to keep those knocks from coming also, we got to keep ourselves faithful. Because if we are going out there and being unfaithful, those knocks are going to come. They're going to find you. You go out there and you start messing with someone because they want to be with you. They're going to find your address. They're going to find out where you're living, and they're going to come and find out why you're not answering their call. So to keep those knocks from coming is to stay, like you say, on the inside. Stay faithful to your marriage. Mm -hmm. Live in that love. Walk in that love. And be the man that God called us to be. Or else we're gonna find some. They're gonna be some knocking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, exactly. And when you said that, 
it, it, it reminded me of something that happened some years ago. I was riding my bike on my way to visit a friend. And in this particular city, there was a lot of traffic and so forth. So I had to weave and, you know, whatever. I got to his block and we were playing outside. And I never will forget it, maybe two or three doors down. I don't remember the color of the house, but this lady showed up at this house. And I guess the man who was married mm-hmm. had a, uh, uh, a friend or what people would say a side, you know, yeah. a side uh-huh. chick or whatever. Well, she showed up and was knocking on the door like crazy, <laughs> ringing, ringing a doorbell like crazy. And she was saying some stuff that I will not say on this program. <laughs> However, I thought about it, how it affected my friend and how it affected me. Right. And I'm going to take a guess. I'm not for sure, but it was maybe 10 years old. So if you want your doors closed, exactly. You got to stay on target, right? What someone else does in their home is in their home. But you have to realize we have to rightly divide. The Bible says rightly divide the word of truth. Right. We got to rightly divide the word of truth yeah. for our home yeah. and keep everything else out. That's right. That's right. And that's what we're talking about today. Tuning up your marriage. I'm sure you have heard something today that was that has um, bring to your attention. If there's something that you're doing or something that you have missed that need to take care of, just go ahead and take care of it. Do it now. Do it now. It's always the right thing to do is to take the opportunity and start where you are right now. If you're not taking her out, start taking her out. If you're not helping at home, start helping at home. If you're hanging with the wrong people that giving you the wrong advice, what you saying? Cut that off now. You close the door. Close the door. Close the door. <laughs> close the door. And if you had to peek out of your window, make sure your windows are clean so you can see who's out there. <laughs> Amen. That's so true. And, uh, you know, just just one other thing. Make your home a happy home. Yes. You know, uh, most people home is happy, I would imagine. But you can also run amok if you, you know, if you cut the temperature down, it can change the whole atmosphere of the home. Right. Well, it's the same way Mm -hmm. in your marriage. Mm -hmm. Keep your happiness up. Keep your excitement up. And don't take everything so seriously. Right. right. Amen. And as we close right now, um, as we get ready to close, do you think that we, anyone who is, well, I'm married, you're married, and I know there's other young men and young women and adults that is thinking about getting married now. Do you think that anyone who is thinking about doing that today can still achieve a good, strong marriage relationship in this world that we're living in, even though it looks like there's so much happening around us, do you think that is still possible? Yes, I do. I do think it's possible. Um, Not only do I think it's it's possible, Mm -hmm. but it is also manageable and it's also doable. Mm -hmm. Because here's the thing, once the couple gets married and they say Mr. and Mrs. Johnson or Mr. Mm -hmm. and Mrs. Smith, whoever, that becomes the first Mm -hmm. The two people become one, and they have a clean slate from that day forward. Wow. So I think the way you manage things and how things have been set up, the foundation that you set up, changes everything. But yes, it can be done if, it, if the two people are willing. Right. That's the key. Wow. Yes. That's awesome. And man, I want to thank you for being here today again, Pastor Bill. I've, I've, um, I really enjoyed this segment today, and I hope that you'll be back with us again. And for all the young men and young women that are watching and uh, young adults, 
it is possible. It is possible. You can have a wonderful marriage. You can have a wonderful life. As Pastor Bill said, it is manageable. You got to put in the work. You have to put in the work. Just like building a house. You just don't have a blueprint and expect the house to just go up by itself. You have to put in the work. And once you put in the work and the house is finished, oh my goodness. Just imagine how you, you enjoy that house. You just enjoy it. For me, I'm enjoying it before I go back to work. I've taken a week off and just enjoying it. <laughs> that's, that's being good about, you know, enjoy what God has blessed us with. Um, before we, we pray out, is there any um, advice you want to give to a young man or young woman that is um, thinking about getting married today? Yes. Uh, marriage is honorable. I would say that to you this morning. Marriage is honorable in all. Keep that in the back of your mind. You know, you may hear friends say, well, I don't think it's honorable and, you know, it's just a piece of paper, you know, whatever. But it is honorable. It is an honorable institution. Nothing has changed about it. It's the same as it was yesteryear as it is today. You can do it. You can get in and get out, enjoy your life and do what you have to do. You can stay married for over 30 or 40 years or however many years that you want to live together. It's doable. Amen. Amen. Well, I'm going to let you do the honor and pray out. I'm going to let you pray for those that are watching right now. Yeah. Amen. Thank you so much. If you're watching this broadcast, and we know you are, and you have some questions about marriage, and we were able to share with you some things, take these nuggets. Go back over them. Listen to the broadcast mm -hmm. again. Join us the next time because we're going to have some great things to mm -hmm. say. I believe God has taken us through some marriage challenges in order to help you the listener let's pray father we thank you for all these that are listening today we thank you for all these that are watching today we believe something that has been said today will challenge us and solidify us and help us to move to the next level i pray for every family every home represented everyone listening i pray the peace of god over all the marriages and i pray that they will come to know it is doable and we thank you so much for it in jesus name amen Amen. Amen. Hey, we want to thank you guys for watching today again. This is uh, Nelson, I'm the head of household, along with Pastor Bill. We love you and continue to watch and share these videos. Until next time.